Brain Junkie. I'm your host, Stephanie Moram. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Elizabeth Mueller about alternatives to conventional and single use gift wrapping. Swath Gifts, Elizabeth is the owner of that company, is a small family owned and operated business. Elizabeth has been making reusable fabric gift wrap for her immediate family for years. But with a growing family challenging her to find new ways to create less waste and a need for a creative outlet during the pandemic, she was inspired to transform this work of love into something more. She set up shop in her bedroom with one sewing machine, countless fabric, and a passion to create. She is so excited to share this alternative, sustainable way to wrap gifts with her family or community, and now even nationwide as she ships swath out all over the country. If you love learning new ways you can reduce your impact on the environment, please subscribe to the My Green Junkie podcast on whatever platform you get your podcasts. That way you never miss another green living episode. Hi, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast. So it's truly such an honor to be on the other side of it. I listen every week. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. So um, let's just dive right in. I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about yourself and your family. And then um, I know I mentioned how Swath got started, but you know, if you could maybe dive a little bit more into um, Swath and how you, how that really turned into what it is now. Sure. I'd love to. So about myself, I guess I've always just been someone who really hates to throw anything away. I'm an infamous box hoarder, which I figured you would appreciate because I know um, (laughs) as I drink out of my mason jar right now that I think was a salsa jar at some point. Um, I just hate to throw anything away. I love a good wooden chair. Anytime friends are moving and they're like, oh, I'm just going to put this on the curb. Like I'm that person that's going to stop and pick up that wooden chair and paint it and fix it and bring it back to life. Um, I even have like one chair that I've had since I was in eighth grade and I, you know, that's like 25 years ago. So I, and I've painted it like seven different colors over the years. So I just, I always have really wanted to have that. And I think it was just instilled in for the generation, seeing my mom be someone who saved something, you know, my grandmother was the same. My mom will tell stories about my grandmother asking the kids to take the wrapping paper off just so carefully with the tape so she could use the paper again and again. So I think it just was instilled in me over the generations to want to figure out ways to reuse things. So, you know, I swath really became really was born when my husband and I became parents. Uh, We are foster parents. So, you know, our life changes really quickly. And I noticed, you know, having, you know, different experiences with children coming to live with us, that just the messages that we show them with our actions just seep in little and little, little by little, even when you're not expecting it. So I, Swath really started when it had been the holidays and all of a sudden we had two children to spend the holidays with. And I'm a bit over-organized, one of my best (laughs) and worst qualities. So I had all the holiday presents in the basement, just like in two piles ready to wrap. And I went downstairs like, okay, let me assess what I'm going to need from the store to wrap these gifts. And I went down there and I just was like, 
I've got to be able to figure out a better way to do this. I had, this just doesn't feel good to go out and buy a bunch of wrapping paper. So I ended up just like kind of pillaging through our linen closet and found some sheets that we never use anymore and cut those up. I didn't even hem them to be honest. The first, the first generation swaths were not beautiful. Um, (laughs) and I just tied them up with ribbon and, you know, made this great holiday celebration. It was actually kind of fun. Like the kids would open them up just like the paper, you know, they could just tear them open and would ball it up the fabric and throw it back to me. And I'd fold it up. And I just kind of saw them doing this and it didn't, it didn't change anything about how special the celebration was. And at the end of the celebration, we didn't have, you know, that big normal, you know, you've got that big garbage bag full of paper or ribbons or whatever to throw away. I just had a folded, pile of cut up sheets. And so then the other big change that happened is, you know, during COVID we were home so much. And I think there's probably many people who can um, understand this part. I, I just felt like I needed kind of an outlet. So I had started sewing them and making them more beautiful before the pandemic happened, but then being home all of us all the time, I just really did feel like I needed an outlet for that creativity. So that's when I really started to get to work, trying to create the product to be super user-friendly, more beautiful, form-fitting, something that would just be like fun and awesome for my family. But then as I started to share it with family and friends, I got so much feedback, like Elizabeth, make this for people. Other people would want this. You need to share this. So I kind of just got inspired to turn this passion into an actual company and share it with my community. And so I launched only about seven months ago and it's been growing kind of more quickly than I have imagined. And I'm just really excited to be able to inspire people to think about how to celebrate, especially holidays, birthdays, anything where, you know, we're celebrating and maybe getting distracted, not thinking about how much waste we're we're creating to just kind of step back and think of alternative ways to have those celebrations be less less wasteful. And so with swaths, like what do you create your products out with? Like, would you use scraps? Do you buy fabrics? What is it that they're made of? been actually a really interesting journey. And as I was listening to your podcast, as my business was growing, I was getting great hints and feedback from some of your previous podcasts. So thank you. But because as I started Swath, I thought I started purchasing Tencel, which is a sustainable, sustainably produced fabric. So it uses less water. It's, you know, a very eco friendly fabric, but it still is something that I was, you know, having produced for my products. And at first that felt like, okay, this is a great solution, this eco-friendly fabric. And, but as I, as I kept moving and growing and needing more fabric, I really thought, okay, well, how can I take this to even the next level of not creating something? Because how can I use things, you know, Mm -hmm. as I, as I say, I'm like going and picking up chairs off the curb, you know, like how can I do the same thing in my business where I'm not, you know, making more waste where I'm more transferring things that already exist into a new way. What do we call that upcycling? Right. So I am now on a path where I am 
pretty exclusively sourcing upcycled fabric from a few different avenues from um, vintage stores, from retailers who, you know, when bigger retailers run, you know, a shirt, they'll have, you know, some leftover, a big ream of left leftover fabric, which to them isn't enough to keep creating that product. But for a smaller company like me is plenty of fabric. So I'm working with some retailers to source that fabric. That's pretty much just sitting in a warehouse, you know, getting moldy ending up in the landfill and creating fabric gift wrap out of that. So I'm not making new fabric and creating the waste of, to make that. And then I also have a great wholesaler who sells ribbon because the, the swaths are made out of fabric and then ribbon. And the ribbon is made from reprieve fibers and reprieve is recycled plastic bottles. So what I love about my new line of production is that not only is the is swath a sustainable product, but it's also reconverting garbage water bottles and fabric that would have ended up in the landfill and turning it into something beautiful that can help families celebrate those big occasions, celebrations, holidays, and use it again and again. No, and I think it's so smart that companies, when they can reuse stuff that will end up in a landfill landfill anyway, is so smart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you are creating a product to reduce waste and that is wrapping paper waste. Right. And it's reusable over and over again, which is great. But then one step further is you're going to companies that are creating clothing or whatever it is that they're creating. And they have all this scrap that's left over. Like I could talk about the fashion industry like all day, every day, but the amount (laughs) of waste that is created with making a dress that someone's going to wear once in the fast fashion world, like it just drives me flipping bananas. So if a company can come and say, raise their hand and say, Hey, you're creating clothing and I know you have waste because I'm a seller (laughs) and you take that and now you create something else with it. It's just, it's so beautiful. Like I love it so much. And I also love how you you started Swath. Like you cut up your sheets because (laughs) that many people, that's what they do. Like if you want to go buy Swath, go buy it. It's super user-friendly, super easy to use, really pretty, unique. But then some people are like, well, this pillowcase has a hole in it. I'm going to just cut it up and wrap it and use that as a gift, you know, as gift wrapping. Exactly. And And when I started Swath, I really, that is you, you hit the nail on the head because what I'm really hoping is to just inspire people to take a step back and think about their celebrations and gift giving and how they can create less waste in that gift giving. I mean, to be honest, we don't always even only use swaths exclusively at my house. This is a secret between me, you, and all the green junkies. We, <laughs> we, I use, I have bat, like gift bags that I have used hundreds of times. I will use a gift bag until it is falling apart. And I fold up that tissue paper and use mm-hmm. the, if there's like a little piece of tape, I just cut that piece of tape off and I use that tissue paper until it is like ratted and terrible. <laughs> and then even our family, we love, I, again, because of the box hoarding, <laughs> You know, the kids will decorate boxes, you know, color on them, make them so fun. Like, especially like a grandma or grandpa loves to get a box that the kid decorated rather than wrapped in wrapping paper that made a lot of waste to be created and then is not recyclable. Have the kids or even you do it. I mean, look, my mom, if I decorated a box, you know, my mom would love it. 
So I feel like even just looking around your house and thinking, okay, well, you know, you know, of course, if you want to order swath, I love that. But looking even before you do that, look around your house and say, oh, what could I use to make this gift really special? Like you said, even if it's like a scarf you haven't used for so long now, all of a sudden that's part of the gift. You know, it's, it's so simple to just kind of use what you already have at your house. And then when you run out of all of that, you know, check out swath. The old gods have fallen, and the world descends into turmoil. But amidst nations rallying their armies... A nefarious cult, hellbent on chaos... And the new gods, attempting to seize control of it all. A spark of hope arises. We are the agents of repair, and we vow to contest these evils. To make the world a better place, no matter what stands in our way. Listen to Venture Forth, a D&D podcast across all podcasting platforms. Right. And it's, it's really like when it comes to sustainability, just in general, green living, it's to really use what you already have. And then when you no longer can use that, okay, I'm going to go buy something new. And then looking at, hey, is there something out there that I can buy that would have less of an impact on the environment? So if you have some brown paper at home, use that to wrap your gifts. Absolutely. And then look around and go, okay, well, I don't have anything else to use. I'm going to buy swath or I'm going to cut up an old t-shirt or I'm going to, I want to gift somebody a scarf. So I'm going to wrap the other piece of their gift in the scarf. Absolutely. So I the would wrapping love a, paper can- a is- candle wrapped in a scarf. Come on. That's my gift of choice. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, I love that you created this product for those people that maybe want more convenience, right? Not everyone is going to save their brown paper or save their boxes and have their kids color it. Right. They want convenience. They want something that they can do quickly. They're not going to go cut up, you know, my friend, right. Not like everyone my wants friends. to go sew their sheets, which right. I totally understand. So you, know, you have created something that, okay, you know, of course you're creating a product. There's always going to be waste. Like, let's be honest. Right. Right. But you're creating something that is going to have much less of an impact on the environment. You're using scraps to create that product and it can be reused over and over and over again. Yes. And right. it's fun. You know, part of the, t- sometimes I was explained to people, sometimes it's part of the gift, right? Because sometimes you have those special gifts that you really do want to have a beautiful presentation, you know? And so some swath is perfect for that, but then, you know, you're kind of accounting for the swath, the cost of the swath as part of the gift. You're not expecting to get it back. Right. And then hopefully that person will, you know, see the tag, go to the how to see how quick and easy it is to use, and they'll use it again. And, you know, it'll end up who knows all over the world, you know, but then within our family, my sisters and I have given each other the same swaths back and forth, back and forth <laughs> so many times. I honestly should start a tally of how many times we've just given the swath within our own family. And then you're actually saving money, right? Because exactly. you're able to use it again and again, rather than go and spend. I mean, I'm always a little bit shocked about, you know, how much we spend on wrapping paper and cards. My kids always make 
our own cards. Um, you know, I feel like we go spend $7 on a birthday card, you know, but you're not that you can't use that again, instead to find something, you know, that you can spend that money, but use it again. And again, it also is more cost-friendly in the long run as, as many sustainable swaps are right. It might be a little bit more upfront, but when you use those cloth dish towels again and again, you're not buying paper towels anymore. So take that out of the, your weekly budget, you know? Yeah. There's always obviously an upfront cost when it comes to making those switches, but it's one step at a time, right? So right. if you've switched out your cup and your, you know, Ziploc bags, and now you're really, okay, want to tackle gift wrapping, then it's make a little bit of investment in swath and, or whatever you find something else, but swath yeah, is a sure. great product. Yeah. And so, you know, it's investing in something. Okay. I'm going to invest, you know, I'm going to buy four of them. And when I give gifts now, I'm going to use this. And then hopefully, you know, you, you write a little note saying, Hey, you know, next time you're gifting a gift, you know, think of using this as, as your gift wrapping, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. I think it's just such a great idea because, you know, something else I want to talk to you about is like just the impact of gift wrapping on the environment. Yes. It's so bad for the environment. Like you mentioned, it's not recyclable. Definitely do not put it in your compost, my friends, no. um, unless it's like brown paper. <laughs> gift right. wrapping cannot be recycled. It's shiny, cannot go in the recycling. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that, like the the impact that it's having on the environment. Yes, absolutely. You said it just right. Because, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things that often ends up being wish cycled because mm -hmm. we all want it to be recyclable. So even, you know, as you're opening those gifts on the holidays, you're separating out the bows and the paper and you're putting that paper in the recycling. And unfortunately, unless you're really buying specifically paper that, you know, can be recycled and is labeled that way, the ink and the plastic lining that they use in wrapping paper makes most of it totally not recyclable, ending up in the landfill and then, you know, being a really big nightmare for the recycling sorting centers because they have to get that all out then. And so I actually was just uh, doing some reading about how, how difficult it is around the holidays for the recycling centers to deal with all of the wrapping paper that gets sent to them that isn't actually recyclable. So it creates a really big headache for them. But yeah, the gift wrapping pay industry, just to like kind of give you some numbers, the research shows that there's approximately four 4.6 million pounds of wrapping paper produced just in the U.S. each year. And that 2.3, so half of that 2.3 million pounds ends up in the landfill. So that's just so much totally unnecessary garbage that's going into our landfill that we could just, again, all the ways that we talked about, whether it's reusing that bag a million times, taking that brown paper, cutting up magazines, using a scarf, investing in something reusable like swath, we could literally save 2.3 million pounds of, of waste in the landfill each year, just in the, and that's just in the United States worldwide. I haven't ever seen one where it says about the whole world, but you know, if we added it up country by country, it just would be so much unnecessary waste that. I just, I really hope, like I said, that our conversation swath, all of, all of what we're talking about now, it just helps people think like, okay, let's celebrate in a way that isn't actually hurting our earth. Let's celebrate in a way that's celebrating our celebrations and celebrating this beautiful planet that we have. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And it's just, you know, 
reusing what you have, buying something that's more sustainable. And, you know, it's also, if you have a gazillion gift bags, like I've collected over the years, a lot of secondhand stores take them if they're still in good condition. I have a small thrift store near my house and all the money goes back into the community. And so I had box of like gift bags. Like, I'm never going to use all these. Like, who are we kidding here? Like, I'm not using all these. There's not enough birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) or holidays for these bags. So I was there one day and I saw in one section, they had all these gift bags, they had tons of tissue paper. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go through my bags. I'm going to keep a handful of them. And the rest I'm going to donate because there's somebody out there that wants to use a gift bag or wants tissue paper and they can't afford it. Yes. That's so beautiful. That's amazing to have that resource there. I didn't even think about that. I might have to look around in Milwaukee where I am. Yeah, because you like some of my personal thrift store, they they have everything. They like they take almost everything and they repackage stuff. You know, if you were to donate pencils and they would repackage them. So there's just not pencils everywhere, whatever it is. that. So they do a really good job at repackaging the, the products. And I look around just to see what I can donate and what they would actually use. But you're so right when it comes to gift wrapping. There's just so much waste. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait. And I have to say one more thing about gift wrapped is that the, when you buy gift wrap with glitter, that glitter gets in (laughs) our oceans and literally there is like microplastic from that glitter. And you know, if you eat fish, like you are eating your own glitter. (laughs) So just especially paper. I just like, I honestly want it to be banned. Like, you know, again, if you really want wrapping paper, you can go out, you probably have to spend a little bit more. You can get the, it's made of recycled. There are some really great companies that are making it from recycled paper and it is recyclable, but if it has glitter on it, please just run. No. And there's lots of microplastics in the ocean. Yes. <laughs> we don't yes. Need Not more. just we from glitter, but wrapping paper, you know, we don't need r- glitter on our wrapping paper. The gift is the important part, right? Like, of course we love, you know, we want people to be able to put as much, much thought and beauty and love into the presentation, but you know, the gift is what really matters. So don't, don't, don't um sprinkle it with glitter. Okay. <laughs> but there are definitely, like you said, there are companies out there that make disposable gift wrapping paper out of paper that can be recycled. This doesn't have the shiny coating and the plastic and all that kind of stuff. So again, if, if reusable is not your thing, no shame, it's finding what is going to have, you know, be convenient for you and will have less of an impact on the environment. Right. Exactly. And so talking about all this green stuff and how you created Swath, which is such a beautiful company at home before you know, you really got into swaths. Did you, as a family, with your foster kids, did you and your husband, do you live more green? Like, is it part of your everyday uh, to be more green at home outside of like gift wrapping? Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I love your podcast because I love the message of it being a journey because I do think there's, you know, there's many things that we were kind of early adopters on. And then I still learn new things like all the time, you know, we're late adopters on some things. Like I literally was, had to do like a shame post on social media (laughs) saying, I literally just started using wool dryer balls. You guys, like I started a company about sustainable fabric gift wrap and I just started using wool dryer balls. So like (laughs) dryer balls, you know, so I just started, that's one of my new, my, one of my new additions 
to living sustainable is that. And then I just started, I have to confess, I just started using shampoo bars. You know, I go to, we are lucky <laughs> enough to have a refill shop here called glass pantry in Milwaukee. If you're in the area, you got to check it out. Or if you're in another area, Google refill shops, because you know that I love refill shops. They are my favorite, but even then I was, you know, refilling my shampoo bottle, but then I just got recommended this bar shampoo. And I, I don't, I never will go back to even refilling. I'll just use my bar shampoo. So there's some new things that we, that I just find like that all the time. But I think some big staples that we were, that were early adopters on is, is like, we do not use paper towels. We don't buy them between, we use the Marley's monsters, cloth towels, and then those like the Swedish dish yep. dish towels. I think we use papaya ones. And then, like you said, I often like when I need to clean around the house, I will cut up any old t-shirt that has a hole in it. <laughs> you know, I, of course, am trying never to throw anything away. So like we invested in those two items, the cloth paper towels and the Swedish dish towels so that I don't, you know, those are you know, good staples that we invested in, but then I never buy paper towels because again, I'm just looking around, okay, what can I soak this up with that doesn't need put in the garbage? So something like that. One other thing that we do at home, that's a little bit newer is I just, we love sparkling water. And I was looking at this, like, why am I putting a can in the recycling every day when I could just get a sparkling water maker? So for actually for the holidays, as a gift for my family, I got a drink mate, which is like a sparkling water maker, you know, made here in the U S in Michigan, I think. And I love it. Now I just make sparkling water in my same cup every day and I can take it to go. No problem. And I never throw away another, well, not throw away. I was putting in the recycling, but I'm never recycling another can just to save that you know, that energy of having to recycle that can, I can just use my drink mate every day. So those are definitely some, I think, kind of, I think easier switches because you, they aren't, they really, they might seem hard at first, but as soon as I make the switch, I'm just like, Oh my God, that was so easy. Why didn't (laughs) I do that before? I think some bigger things that I think two bigger things that we do at our house that might be a little bit harder for some families, but just to put in your mind to think about is, you know, at our house, we do eat plant-based and I know that's not for everyone every day, but even if your family's just selecting one or two days out of the week where you're eating plant-based, that saves so much energy in the world to, to just make that commitment and just try it out, you know, and then transportation, we really bike, walk, take the bus everywhere we can. We live in a really walkable and commutable neighborhood. So I know not everyone has that luxury of living in an area that's um, a non-drive, an area where you can get around easily without driving. But even if it's just little switches that you can make to, you know, walk somewhere or bike somewhere or learn how to use public transportation. If you're in a city with public transportation, I just would encourage people to kind of think outside of their norms on those two aspects. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, the beginning, it's, there's some things that you didn't do before and now you've integrated into your life. And I think it it is a journey, hundred percent. It's a journey. We all start somewhere. We all end up in the sustainability world somehow. Right. Right. And so for you, it was like, Wrapping gifts, that's where I'm putting my focus on. It creates a lot of waste. And then, you know, that also opens your eyes to, well, where else am I creating waste that maybe I can lower it, right? Oh, exactly. dryer sheets. Dryer not, only sheets. Dryer, not only are dryer sheets disposable, 
but they are filled with so many toxins. I know. I can't believe it. I'm serious again, but you know, I, 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 again, I love your message because I could sit here and be like, gosh, Elizabeth, you're not living a sustainable life. You're the worst. Or I could just be like, okay, well, I made this change. I'm going to share this idea with other people. I'm going to look around and see what else I can do differently because, you know, we all are going to realize the mistakes that we're making and all we can do is make that change and then move forward with a new change. And I'm sure, I mean, honestly, probably later today, I'll think of another way that I could change something up and, and do that or see it on Instagram and be like, oh, wow, how come I didn't think about I don't know, doing this, you know, toothpaste tabs instead of, you know, your squeezy toothpaste thing, like just little stuff like that, that you're like, it's so easy to find and be inspired by little swaps that you can make that you maybe never thought of, but you have all these people out here, you know, that you can look to, including me looking to other people to say, okay, what can I do a little bit differently? And it's just little by little and not being hard on yourself for what you haven't done in the past, but just celebrating what you are doing today and moving forward. Yeah, it's definitely the small steps, definitely because we become overwhelmed if we think we have to do all the things. So yeah, that's the message I try to get across with people is one day at a time, one small step at a time. I mean, my journey was I went all in pretty much right away. I don't recommend that for everybody. It's very <laughs> overwhelming, but some people that's their personality, right? They're like, right. I'm all in or I'm just out. And that's me. I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm diving in with both my feet. I'm researching everything and I'm going to make these changes. I didn't make them all overnight. Don't get me wrong, but right. I was like, I fast tracked myself. Whereas other people are like, whoa, let's put on the brakes. I'm going to start with gift wrapping. I'm going to use some stuff I have at home. I might get some swath gifts. Um, I'm going to start using wool dryer balls. You know, <laughs> I realize I drink a lot of sparkling water. I'm going to get a machine to make my sparkling water. Like I don't drink a lot of sparkling water. So yes, your product is, you know, a great product, but I don't drink it. So I wouldn't buy it. You know right. what I mean? Like that wouldn't make sense for me. It right. would just create more waste. But I just think it's so important that we don't, we're not so hard on ourselves, you know, and feel guilt because we're not living this sustainably perfect world. And I think right. people get caught up in that. And so whatever it is that you're doing at home is amazing. You're using wool dryer balls. And if you have essential oils, put some drops on it and make sure I know like smell amazing. Peppermint um, is my new favorite on there. It's it so really nice. Good. Cinnamon also smells really good. <laughs> oh, I'll have to try that. <laughs> holidays and the holidays in the summer. Right. So, smells so good. I think all the changes you're making are amazing. And, you know, I love when people come on as guests and they're like, I'm not perfect. Oh my I'm gosh. learning. I might have no. started this company, but I still use toothpaste in a tube. Toothpaste <laughs> are amazing, by the way. I they know. Are. I just started with the toothpaste tabs. I think I used got the huppy ones. They're so good. And but again, that was a I I feel like we are, even myself, I can be resistant to change because I was like, oh, toothpaste tabs, that's gonna be kind of <laughs> weird. Honestly, I thought that. And then I got some and I was like, this is not weird at all. Why was I being so resistant to this change? But, you know, like you said, it's, it's every little thing. And with kids, it can be so hard. One of my goals, and you can hold me to this, Stephanie, is I, <laughs> we eat so many granola bars and I buy them and I throw away that little wrapper every time. And I literally just am like, Elizabeth, stop throwing away those wrappers. So this, <laughs> this summer, we are going to start making our own granola bars. I am going to do it. I am not going to be resistant to this change. And I'll let you know 
when I, yeah. when I have perfected the granola bar recipe, cause I just have got to stop buying granola bars and individual wrappers, but I do it. Well, that's where I'm not sustainable at all for my kids at school. I mean, we use TerraCycle, so we do send all our wrappers through TerraCycle. But, and if anyone is interested in TerraCycle, they have a lot of free programs. If you go into TerraCycle, there's a lot of companies that take back their products. So if there's like a granola bar company out there, in the States, there's a lot of free programs. In Canada, there's there's way less. Okay. So a lot of the stuff I do pay for, but you just go on. And if there's a program where they take granola bar wrappers, I'm not saying don't make your own granola bars. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> no, um, no. If, if you, you can save me from having to cook, I will love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you go on to TerraCycle, they Terra might have cycle, like T-E-R-R-A cycle. Yeah. Okay. Yep. TerraCycle. Mm-hmm. Look, and I, I, um, the owner of a sustainably focused business is learning something new on the podcast. We all can change. <laughs> we can do this together. And TerraCycle is great. So they do different programs. Some, uh, there's a huge that are free, but you have to send specific, specific stuff. So okay. it could be like a shampoo company might want their bot, like, you know, is paying oh. TerraCycle to collect their bottles, but you might only be able to send a certain brand, you know, kind of Got thing. Oh. And so they have free programs and then they have programs where you can pay. So okay. because Canada doesn't have as many free programs, I buy a TerraCycle box and I put any kind of waste that's created that I don't want to put in the trash into that TerraCycle box and shipping is included. And then I send the box back. You'll see at, um, yeah, Staples. No, what yeah. do you guys call it? Staples in the States. I'm trying to think of, is it yeah. Staples in the States? Yeah. Yes. Um, they they have, you know, you'll go to Staples and you'll see, they take back ink cartridges and stuff like that. It's through TerraCycle. Wow. So I can't wait to get, I mean, I, I'm so excited (laughs) to keep talking to you, but I literally, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to go search TerraCycle because maybe I don't need to make granola bars. (laughs) They definitely have snack wraps on their website. What they accept. So for example, they have a box that's like for kitchen waste. So yeah. I bought a box that's all kitchen waste. So anything waste that comes from my kitchen that can't yeah. go in the recycling, I fill up with. Wow. I feel I put in that box. Um, but like I said, the States has way more free programs. And all yeah. you have to do is take a box, a used box you already have at home. I know. Um, and you know, I up, have plenty. <laughs> fill it up with whatever it is that you can collect for that specific program. So there is definitely a program for snack wraps and what they accept. I'm not sure. And yeah. then it lists like we take granola bar wrappers. We take you know, maybe gummy bear wrappers, I don't know. And it'll list what they can take. And then you fill up a box and then you print out a label and you just go to the post office and drop it off and then they'll dispose of it properly. They make stuff with it mostly. I am so excited. I'm going to add that to my (laughs) list of my new, I'm going to be a late adopter to TerraCycle. Well, I think a lot of people don't know about TerraCycle. To be honest, I don't think a lot of people do. You and I are going to shout it from the rooftops. Everyone will know soon. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it's, you know, a lot of companies now want to be more sustainable. So they'll yeah. create programs with TerraCycle specific for their products. That's beautiful. Oh, with Stashers, you know, Stasher is the um, company that creates silicone like snack bags. Okay. And they're called Stasher. And I was on their website and it says, oh, we recycle your you know, ripped or old silicone bags when you cannot reuse them anymore. Here are suggestions on how to reuse them if they're starting to fall apart or they've ripped. So they list creative ideas. Like if you have a rip in it, what else you could use it for before you send it to TerraCycle. 
it's only in the United States that they take them back. But Mm -hmm. so if you have a stash or a silicone bag and they're ripping or something happens to them, you can send them back to TerraCycle. Wow. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to check this out. (laughs) Again, it's just every day you can learn new things every day. Exactly. All the time. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, it's so great. Well, I'm so happy that you were able to come on and chat with me today. I really do appreciate it. And I would love for you to share with everybody, you know, where they can find Swath Gifts and where they can find you on social media so they can follow along on your journey. Oh, thank you. And I do share a lot about our sustainable swaps at home. So even if you are not in the market for gift wrap, check us out on social media if you like sustainable swaps or cute dogs, because I have plenty of cute dog pics on there too. Um, but I'm I'm honored to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone can check out Swath Gifts on our website. It's Swath with an E. So S-W-A-T-H-E gifts.com. And I have 10% off discount code. Um, just in case anyone is inspired to join our Swath family, it's always on earth love. So E A R T H L O V E. And if you are inspired to purchase Swaths, please go ahead and join as, as a fellow green junkie. I would love for you to use that code, share it with friends and family. There's no time limit on it. So anytime you think about Swath, just pop that code in there. And then on social media, we're the same. Our handle is at Swath gifts. Um, and the last thing I'll say is, you know, Swath means to wrap. So, um, I feel so wrapped up with love by this conversation and I'm super excited to have been able to speak to you and speak to my fellow green junkies, because again, I love listening to your podcast every week. So it's a true honor to be on the other side, um, discussing what we're doing in our lives to be sustainable. And I can't wait to learn more sustainable swaps from you and the rest of our community. Well, thanks again. I really do appreciate it that you took the time to come on. I know you're super busy sewing. Just like side note, Elizabeth is the only one that sews her products. So she needs to scale that and get other people to sew for her. I love to sew, but yes, I'm going to start building up a little team so that there isn't so much late night sewing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. All the thanks is to you. And if you're looking for more green living and sustainable living inspiration, I have a couple of other episodes you might want to check out. Number 22, Eco Impact of Fast Fashion. Number 18, The Importance of Connecting with the Earth with Chelsea Hammond. And number 14, Creative and Sustainable Ways to Wrap Gifts. I did that one, I believe, sometime over the holidays. So there were some fun ways um, to use stuff around the house. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at Green Junkie Podcast or at This Is Stephanie Moram. And don't forget to subscribe to the Green Junkie Podcast on the platform you're listening on. If you're curious about reducing your environmental impact as an individual or as a business, I've got you covered. For direct access to me, your sustainability consultant and green living expert, you can click the link in the show notes where you can ask me a question and get a customized plan on how you can live a more green lifestyle as an individual or how to implement sustainable strategies into your business for a positive climate. Pop on a one-on-one call with me or ask me your questions via email if Zoom is not your thing. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday, Green Junkie.